Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Now, the other thing as well is that uh, today, or should I say this week, is National Water Safety Awareness Week, 14th to the 20th of June. And uh, a mother of a boy who drowned on a family holiday says he is the inspiration behind a new national drowning prevention programme which is aimed at preschool children. And she joins me on the line, Amanda Cambridge. Good afternoon to you, Amanda. Hi, thanks so much for having me on. And my condolences to you on the loss of your son. It's every day, I suppose, for you is that memory of that day that that happened and and something that will never leave you. I know the cliche is time is a great healer, but that's easy to say when you're not in that position. So, And I can empathise you with my own brother drowned and he died at the age of 24. So I can empathise with you and I completely understand the importance, the, the, the real importance of knowing how to swim. But talk to us about your campaign as well. So, and and as you said, your brother drowned, you know, it can happen to anybody, mm-hmm. any age. Um, Avery was three. We were on a great family holiday. Um, and yeah, he, he drowned in a pool accident in Spain. So it, 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 the idea did come about, you know, we kind of sat around and brainstormed, you know, um, what can we do? Because after Avery, we did hear of other children similar age that had drowned as well. And what? what so, do you, but before we get out of the campaign, why do you believe? What's the main reason why this happens? And and I, I'm certainly not trying to blame parents or anything like that because look, children do things, and sometimes we're not. We need your eyes in the back of your head sometimes with children. And I mean, on that the day that that happened to, to poor Avery, I mean, it was just probably a day like any other normal day, and you were enjoying the sunshine, all very good spirits, I suppose, because you were in Alicante in Spain and enjoying the holiday. How did he end up in that situation? Well, true. I it, it was my fault. I um, was cleaning the apartment. He had woken up. I had put him on the couch with his blanket. The doors were closed, but they were not locked. Okay. So he was able to open a door and walk freely about down to the pool. Um, and as you said, we we would love to be able to watch our children 24-7, but we can't. And children of that age are so curious and they they want to know what's going on and they want to know what's out there. And yeah. Especially with water. Avery absolutely adored water. Um, you know, water is very inviting. Yeah. You know, it's, it looks fun. Have, it looks yeah, fun. Yeah, because yeah. they, you know, they splash and they yeah. jump in and you have all these pool toys now that have that have come out and been introduced. Um, so yeah, uh, he he just walked out the door away from me, and um, yeah, went trotting off down to the pool by himself. And and when um, you when you were cleaning up and realised he was gone, that moment that you realised, like that moment in a shopping centre when you think your child is beside you and suddenly they're not anymore, that moment your heart must have stopped when you went, "Where is he?" It never crossed my mind when I was in the apartment that he had gone outside. I had checked every room. I had called out his name. I had uh, went outside because there was um, there's a patio outside. I went outside there to see if he was there. And it actually wasn't until a neighbour of the apartment next door came up the stairs and said, um, oh, my Lord, did, did I hear right? And I said, no, what have you heard? And he said that there's a baby in the pool. And that I I knew then I oh my. 
100% knew that that it was my Avery in the pool. Oh. Um, I'm so and sorry. I ran. Yeah. Um, so it's it's um, it's a it's a horrible memory to have, but to do this in memory of him and like to give him a little legacy, that that's just great, and we're we're actually so proud to be part of it. And, yeah. You know, right and, I think, and I think it's really important as well. and, and along with learning and, I, and you know I when my own children were growing up I was always adamant that they learn how to swim because of what happened to my brother I was 28 he was 24 at the time he was 4 years younger and I was always adamant that they learn how to swim because my brother couldn't swim even though he was 24 years of age and no I don't think it would have made a difference because unfortunately the night he died was just before Christmas it was one of the coldest nights of the year and the hypothermia probably killed him sadly he had a heart attack in the water but in saying that, it's so important that we teach our children how to swim and to be safe around water because you're right, it is fun. And, and children it, see it as fun. It is. And, um, you know, drowning just doesn't happen in pools. It happens in our own homes. It happens in our parks. It happens in our lakes. Um, it happens on farms, beaches. Um, you know, it's just it, it, water. We are surrounded by water. Water is everywhere. And that's what we're trying to to teach, uh, you know, mm-hmm. these little boys and girls to to love water, have fun, translate it in a safe way that they understand. Yeah, uh, that's where the storyboards come in, mm-hmm. building confidence around the water, um, so that they're not afraid of it, you know. And but equally knowing the dangers, I suppose, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know, children of that age, you know, if they're jumping off a couch, they want. They want you to hold their hand. If they're going up stairs, will you hold my hand? Crossing the road, will you hold my hand? So that's kind of what we're trying to instill in them. That so the campaign is called Hold Hands Campaign. It and, is. And, you know, I I always believe that holding somebody's hand, even if it's your partner, by the way, walking down the road, it's a sign of protection. You know, when a man and a woman are holding hands, even. It's the kind of thing that, you know, people want to protect each other and show a sign of love to each other and protect each other. And I always talked about the day that my daughter at 12 stopped holding my hand because it was embarrassing. And she said, no. Dad, yeah, you don't need to hold my hand anymore. I was holding her hand crossing the road. But up to that point, you know, just... And I often see parents... And they'd be walking down the road, say, at a footpath, and a little, say, four or five-year-old would be with them, and they wouldn't be holding their hand, and my heart stops. Now, I'm not blaming those parents. You know, we, we all kind of lax every now and again, but it's just so important, isn't it? It is because, uh, you know, accidents like these, they take no prisoners. They don't pick and choose. Yeah. Um, and it would be just, unfortunately for me, it was the, the one time that I took my eye off the ball, um... And I lost a big part of my family. I lost one of my children. Um, you know, we went out to Spain on a fabulous family holiday and we went out with three children and we came back with two. You know, I, so I, I don't even, I can't even comprehend how that must feel, Amanda, as a young mother to lose your child. And it's only a couple of years ago. So I can't even comprehend how that must feel. But also I did hear you blaming yourself and it's not your fault. These things happen in life. I know people are going to use the word accident. It's, it's, I mean, the same, as I said, when my brother died, I blame myself that I should have went and gave him a lift home for yeah. the party he was at. We all try to, there's a guilt thing involved when, when people die all the time. So, you know, I would well, say most to def- you, Most yeah. definitely, there, there always is a guilt thing. You know, you, you always sit down and go, what if I did this? What I if know, I? yeah. And I know you, you can't, like, you can't live your life like that. No. Life is so short now and so precious. Yeah. And, you know, we try to live life 
every day now, you know, find things to smile about, yeah. find things to laugh about and, you know, remembering Avery. Yeah. Um, because he was such a big part of our family. And you had three um, years of great memories. Three years of great memories. Exactly. Yeah. I, you know, and I'm so proud that he chose me to be his mom and that I did have him for those three years because yeah. he was just a delight. Yeah. An absolute delight. So I, you know, this whole hands is, it's just very close to my heart yeah. and very important. This started because of Avery, but this is not for Avery. This is for every other parent for every other parent of um, a little boy or a little girl so that they this doesn't happen to them you know just yeah I mean, I mean and particularly you talk about obviously being in Alicante now this year obviously not too many people will be going on holidays unfortunately but uh, hopefully it'll kick off again before the end of the year the holiday season but certainly we will be going to beaches maybe if the weather uh, improves and gets a little bit better we'll be going down to beaches in the nice warm weather and it's so easy just to lie there on your blanket on the beach and the kids are having a ball, playing in the sand or whatever it is, and you might just nod off for a second or you take your eye off the ball or you're, or you're looking at something else and distracted. Mm-hmm. And it only takes that split second for something to it, happen. It does. It takes 30 seconds for a child to drown. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be looking in your bag for your sunscreen or you could be uh, on on your phone, on Facebook or Instagram and... You know, you're reading the story for 30 seconds and you look up and they're, they're gone. gone. Yeah. You know, um, so, yeah, it, it, it's that, you know, it's down to vigilance. You know, uh, you can't, you around the water, you just, you just cannot, you cannot take your eyes off them. If you have a paddling pool out the back, you know, during these hot summer days, make sure they're empty, turn them over. Lock your doors. Yeah, if, you know if you're by the beach, make sure you can see them at all time. If that's you're going into the water, tip, the way. go great, with them. That's a great little tip about the paddling pools. Although they're only a few inches of water in these little pad, it's enough for a small child to drown in if they fall in, and you know if they fall in face down or whatever, it's enough for them to drown in. So at the end of the day, when you're finished with it, tip it over and empty the water. Don't leave it till the next morning in case when you're making the breakfast they run out the back garden. So those kind of tips are really important. Definitely, and and even somebody contacted me there on my social media, and she said, also, you know, what about these uh, like blue swimming trunks and blue swimming um, uh, swimming gear for the kids? Because you know, water is blue. The inside of the the, the pool, the tiles and stuff are normally blue, so yeah. they can't distinguish from yeah the pool and the child so she was saying she always gets her children to wear the brightest coloured trunks yes. the bright yeah the brightest coloured uh, swimming swimming leotards yeah. whatever they're called yeah. Um, so yeah they, there's 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 tips out there and you know this whole hands programme yeah. we've sent out over four over four thousand packs to preschools and creches you know, for them to implement it into their curriculum and their syllabus during these last few weeks. And I suppose particularly this week is National Water Safety Awareness Week, which is a good time to talk about it as well. Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, Roger Sweeney, um, he has just been instrumental in getting this off the ground. And, you know, we wouldn't have been able to to do this without uh, their input in Early Childhood Ireland. You know, they kind of steered us in the way that um, how to approach it with yeah. young children, you know, not to frighten them. Um, what 
what way to, to phrase it, what we can use. And the storyboards are just amazing. You know, I yeah. think each child in a class would be able to resonate with somebody in the picture. Yeah. You know, they could say, oh, that looks like me. And mm-hmm. oh, that, that looks like you. And that looks like my mom or my dad. So it's, it's a great program. And we're just delighted to be, to be a part of it. And okay, well, we're, go, we're going to put a link. We're going to put a link on our Twitter and Facebook page to the program if anybody wants to get more information yeah, it's, on it. www.holdhands.ie and it's all there on the, mm-hmm. the, the website. Um, and I've gotten so, so many messages from preschools and creches, yeah. you know, sending me pictures of their, their hold hand packs. Yeah, and then you have the crashes and the people that don't have them, and they're try- they're trying to get them. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's we're we're. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm a big fan of holding hands anyway, and I always believe your children are never too old to hold their hands. Um, you know, and I think there's a protection thing about holding somebody's hand, and that goes right into adulthood as well. When you fall in love with a nice young lady or a nice young man, and you're walking down the street, I think it's a nice thing to do because it's a form of protection, and that form of protection comes from that that childhood experience of protecting your children. But I mean. You yourself and your family now, how are you, but just how are you feeling now? I mean, are, are you, do you believe you're through the worst part of it or those wonderful memories that you have of Avery obviously are always going to be there with you? I mean, how are you getting on now? Um, I, I suppose it's, it's, it's bittersweet, you know, this, this I suppose, has um, uh, given us something to smile about and given us something to be proud about. Mm-hmm. But then it's bitter because Avery isn't here, and it's because of Avery's drowning that that we that this has come about. Every day is different, you know. Every day is a, a struggle, you know. All his stuff is still here: his clothes, his toys. We miss him terrible. His sisters miss him terrible. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we we just think about him every day and it is hard it is hard you know to when you laugh and you smile when something makes you smile and makes you happy you kind of think oh you know should should I be happy you know should I still be grieving but it's just all part of the process and you do have your happy days and you do have your sad days you just you just roll with it and just let it out if you want Mm. to cry cry if you want to laugh laugh um and yeah, just it's his anniversary now, two years, the 12th of August. And I just can't, it's, it's two years and it just feels like last week. It just doesn't get easier. You know, it's like, where, where the two years yeah. have gone? Yeah. Um, and for everyone, you know, everyone is different. I think it's the fact that he was taken so unexpectedly that I had seen him, you know, previously that he was uh, here with us the night before at a family dinner in Spain, running around and mm. playing with friends and family. And and then the next day, you know, he was gone. So that was kind of hard. That was hard to cope with that. And, you know... That, that whole few days after that happened, or when it happened, you know, when you had to, as you said, you went to, went to Spain with three children and came back with two. Yeah. That, I don't even, I can't even comprehend how you got through that because that whole experience because it must have been a blur because it's every parent's worst nightmare. And that must yeah. have been just a blur to you at this stage. Um, it, it, I was in, I suppose I was in a state of absolute shock um, that, that, that that's the only way I can describe it. It was utter shock. It was, I was on autopilot. I would get up in the morning. I would, you know, get the girls ready. And in saying that, we had to spend 10 days in Spain because 
he was an Irish citizen and we had to have him repatriated to Ireland. Mm-hmm. And that took 10 days. When Avery passed, kind of all we said was, right, we'll get him on a plane and we'll get him home. But then it, it, it was said to us, you actually can't, you, you, you can't, can't just you do know. that, yeah. You can't, you can't, exactly, you can't just do that, you know. There's paperwork, there's court, there's um, coroners, all, all this paperwork that has to be filled out and obviously trying to transport him back home where um, the Kevin Bell Foundation came in. And um, it was just it was just really lovely to be able to to get him home and have him here and mm-hmm. um, yeah and and the Spanish people were lovely and the when we got home the Irish people were absolutely phenomenal yeah. but those ten days were because by by that time our hol- our holiday was over we just wanted was, yeah. to get home to our family and um, yeah. yeah just hung around for for ten days over there you know. We were able to see him over there and yeah. uh, like visit him every day. We donate, we donated his organs to to Spanish children over there. And, it's a wonderful um, thing to do, by the way, which is a very hard thing for any parent to make a decision to do something like that at that particular time. So that was a wonderful gesture. It was, and we, you know, he was in the the ICU, and we were passing other little sick children, and we were asked, and we actually just said yes straight away because Avery had only been. Uh, sick for a few hours whereas these children had been sick for many many weeks mm-hmm. and we just thought if that w- if that was Avery we- and all he he needed was an organ we would be so delighted to and receive so grateful one. of course yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah. so he is here he's 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 running around yeah, somebody, somewhere in in somebody yeah um, yeah he's, so he yeah, lives on he live on he does yeah he does and that 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 gets us that gets us through it Okay, well, look, it's been wonderful talking to you. And I'm really sorry again, Amanda. As I said to you, it is every parent's worst nightmare, but you seem to handle it well. And you've, when I say made something good of it, at least you're distracting yourself by trying to help other children or make sure this doesn't happen to another child again and and another parent doesn't have to go through what you've gone through. So it's been wonderful talking to you. And the the website again is www.holdhands.ie if creches or Montessori's or any preschool want to get their hands on a pack. And it's basically just teaching children not only the dangers of water, but how to enjoy water safely and teaching parents how to help their children enjoy water safely. 100%. Amanda, thank you very much indeed. Thank you so much for taking the call. Have a wonderful day. All right. Thank you very much indeed. Take care. Bye-bye. There you go. What a wonderful, a wonderfully brave woman, Amanda Cambridge, whose young son, only not even two years ago, died in a pool in Spain. I can only imagine, well, I can't imagine, I just can't imagine what that must be like as a parent. But then to go on to try to help other children, isn't that an amazing thing to do, even though she has her own grief to deal with and will be dealing with for the rest of her life uh, because of her young son, Avery. And maybe I'll let's give a thought to Avery for a second. What a wonderful young man. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.